When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, y'all, and good night. Hope you've had a good in the day. Welcome to another episode of Southern Sleep Stories. I'm Brandon, and I'll be your guide to some great sleep tonight. What I'll do in this show to help you sleep is to start off by setting the stage for your night's sleep, give you some relaxation techniques, then I'll read a select amount of chapters from an old book in my normal southern accent, and finally, let the sleep sounds slowly fade to silence. Any ads or sponsorships that will support the show will play only after the intro and before the relaxation begins. This will help ensure there are no interruptions in your sleep. If you're a fan of true crime and would like to check out my other show, look up Music City 911 on any podcast app or YouTube. Let's make sure you're all set up for a great night's sleep. If you're listening on YouTube or a podcast app, turn off the setting for autoplay so you won't be woke by other sounds once the episode is over. Set the temperature in your house to the most comfortable for you. If you like sleeping with a fan on, turn it to your most desirable setting. Turn all your lights out. Turn your TV off. Make sure your room and surroundings are as silent as you can make them. Now crawl into bed. Make sure you're using your covers and pillow in the most comfy way possible. Now to start. Rid yourself of all your thoughts from the day. Anything bad or good that you have had happen during the day, let those fade away and instead concentrate only on these relaxation instructions. If you still have thoughts in your head, repeat slowly over and over for 10 seconds. Don't think 
Don't think. Don't think. Now close your eyes. Take a breath in and slowly exhale. Let those previous thoughts leave your body as you exhale. Imagine yourself in the most calming and serene environment possible. Calm your body. Relax every part. I want you to start shutting down each part of your body from top to bottom. The top of your head and your forehead. Relax those muscles. Let yourself feel them change from tense to relaxed. Relax your eyes. Do the same with your cheeks. Feel them fall as the tension leaves them. Now relax your jaw. Let your teeth slightly separate as you do this. Now let your shoulders drop as low as possible. And while doing that, let your arms, hands, and fingers all relax and loosen. Take another breath and think about your chest calming as you exhale slowly. Now relax your stomach, your legs, your knees, and your feet, all the way down to your toes. Now that you're fully relaxed, let's listen to The Mighty Deep by Agnes Javern. Chapter 4. Subject to Law. Things are what they are in this world, very largely because of the pull of opposing forces. And among such forces, not one is more universal than that of gravity. Many causes, besides weight, have their share in making our Earth what it is. But if weight were banished from our midst, the earth as we know it would exist no longer. The only way to get rid of weight would be getting rid of gravity. And since no force in nature acts more steadily and incessantly than this, we are no more likely to get rid of it than we are to get rid of the world itself. Gravity or gravitation or attraction it is known by all these names sometimes it is called a law sometimes a force neither term can be counted amiss no law is worth anything without sufficient force to back it up and no force is worth anything unless it acts according to law but we might almost as reasonably call this behavior 
of things and obedience as a law. Each particle of each substance draws and is drawn by each other particle of every substance. And each body in the universe, from a grain of sand to a sun, draws and is drawn by each other body, whether far or near. All these drawings are in obedience to that mysterious something, that force or power or influence, which has been named attraction or gravitation. So much we know, and beyond it, we know very little as to the nature of said attraction. But we find that the outcome of it is weight. By means of weight, the sun, the moon, the planets, yes, even the countless multitudes of stars are kept in their paths. In each case, the inward pulling being counterbalanced by the impetus and outward pulling of a rapid rush. By means of weight, houses, rocks, stones rest firmly on the earth. By means of weight, the atmosphere is bound to the earth, the ocean to its bed. Had seawater no weight, it might be scattered as fine water dust through space. A larger and heavier earth would bind down the ocean yet more strongly, while a smaller and lighter earth would have a weaker grip. Easily as the sea is now stirred by every passing breeze, an ocean such as ours, on a little world like the moon or Mercury, would be more rapidly agitated. The waves would leap higher with less cause. So the ocean, like the land, is subject to law, knowing neither repose nor action except in obedience to nature's forces. When ocean waters lie still as a mill pond, they do so through an exact poise of contending powers. When waves rush high and currents pour strongly, each movement is still in strict obedience to governing forces, which are themselves governed by law. Each movement is due to a long series of past movements, and each in turn helps to bring about a long series of future movements. There are no breaks in the chain. Every effect is also a cause. Currents here and drifts there, breezes here and hurricanes there, all these disturb the calm of the sea only for a brief spell in one part or another is the pull of opposing forces so far balanced that the water can lie still and at most the stillness is comparative even in a so-called dead calm gentle heavings to and fro 
will be found. Absolute placidity in the ocean is a thing unknown. Even when the waters are at their stillest, they are always being drawn steadily towards the Earth's center. A perfectly level ocean would mean each portion of its surface being equally distant from that center. The ocean ever strives after this ideal, but never attains to it. Yet, century after century, that aim is pursued with a perseverance which might afford a lesson to ourselves. Despite all this change and restlessness, we talk of the ocean having a level surface. We picture it to our minds as being in outer space, the same as that of the earth, a sphere. But this is not strictly true to fact. If we could look upon the earth with large, far-seeing eyes from a few thousand miles off, we would find curious irregularities in the watery outline. Instead of showing all round a smooth surface, the ocean would be found to rise here and sink there, to be in one part higher and another part lower. A man roving over the ocean, all about the earth, would have in places to ascend undulations like hills, almost high enough sometimes to be called mountains, and other parts to descend declivities. Most of us have noticed in a cup filled with water that the water surface is not perfectly flat. Close to the sides of the cup may be noticed a distinct rise. It is the same in a tumbler, in a basin, in a slender glass tube. For the sides of the cup, or tumbler, or tube, attract the water, drawing it upward, and this is known as capillary attraction. With the ocean, the very same thing is seen. If high land borders on deep water, the extra attraction of mountain masses will act just as the side of cup or tumbler will act. They draw upward the water of the ocean to a higher level. When I say this is seen, I do not mean that any careless looker-on will be aware of the fact. It has to be discovered by careful measurement. In some cases, a marked difference has been found. The enormous masses of the Himalayas, for instance, exert a powerful drawing upon the neighboring sea. And at the delta of the Indus, the ocean level, in consequence of that attraction, is actually 300 feet higher than on the coast of Ceylon. Besides land attraction, winds have an extraordinary power to heap up waters in one place more than another. To some slight extent, this may be seen upon English shores. When a strong gale happens to blow landward at high tide, on such occasions, 
the waters often rise beyond their usual mark. Mention was made earlier of those Phoenicians who, having known an eastern ocean with tides and a Mediterranean sea without tides, must have been perplexed to find a western ocean which corresponded with the eastern and its ebbs and flow. We all know for ourselves in these latter days how the tides rise and fall around our coast twice in 24 hours. Each high water is 12 hours and 25 minutes later than the last. So each succeeding day sees a difference of 50 minutes in the time of high or of low tide. To a very large extent, tides are due to the attractive power of the moon. They are due also to the sun, but in a much less degree, which at first sight seems singular, since the attraction of the sun, by reason of its greater size, far exceeds that of the moon. From the fact, however, that the powerful drawing of the sun comes from an immense distance, it follows that it has much less effect than the small attraction of the moon which comes from a very near at hand. Her influence over the earth is exerted far more strongly with respect to those ocean waters lying just under herself as far less with respect to those waters on the farthest side of the globe. The effect of these different pullings is to raise a double wave or swell one on the surface of the ocean just below the moon and one on the opposite side of the earth. The waves mean high tides and low tides occur at places halfway between them. Were the whole earth covered by one continuous sheet of water, these tidal waves would travel round and round the globe in a fashion easy and pleasant for students on the subject. Unfortunately for the said students, their motions are very complicated. In the northern hemisphere, where land is abundant, the tidal waves are greatly interfered with by continents and islands. Often the most that each can do, as it sweeps along, is to send side waves and currents journeying northward into channels and bays, estuaries, and lesser seas. Through the open ocean, the tidal wave has no great height. Probably in central regions of the Pacific, it rises only three or four feet above the usual sea level. But when the flow enters narrow bays and channels, a very different result is seen. And the waters are often piled up in a wonderful manner, as in the Bristol Channel, where the level at high tide is sometimes nearly 40 feet above that low tide. A marked contrast to this is seen in the Mediterranean. There, as already said, practically no tides exist. The rise and fall amount, at most, to only a few inches. Instead of a wide entrance and a narrow estuary, we have just the opposite. A narrow entrance and a widening sea beyond.
connection with the outside ocean is too restricted to emit any full flow of the tidal wave. Solar tides, or tides brought about by the sun's attraction, are much the same in cause and effect as lunar tides, only far smaller in degree. When sun and moon happen to be on the same side of the earth, or on different sides, but in the same line, so that their combined pull is exerted in one direction, we have spring tides. These are always at the same time of new moon and full moon. Sun and moon then work together, each helping the other in common aim, and the ocean waters rise and sink lower than at other times. When sun and moon are so placed with regard to the earth that they exercise their pull in a cross direction, neap tides result. That is, tides which have small ebb and flow. In this case, the sun hinders instead of helping the moon, and the moon does the same for the sun, each tending to counteract the work of the other. Connected with and partly caused by the rise of the tide is a curious phenomenon known as a bore, a single high wave moving onward like a wall of water with great rapidity and a roaring noise. More usually, this belongs to a river, and thus, it has not much connection with the subject of the ocean, but it is also sometimes seen in sharply narrowing estuaries or ocean inlets. To the inhabitants of a flat and unprotected country bordering on river or estuary, the bore is often a thing of terror, for its advent is uncertain and abrupt, and in its upper rush it sweeps everything before it. The entering of such a wave into the Severn is almost a daily event, and it reaches often a height of many feet. Bores are usual, too, in the River St. Lawrence, in the Hooghly, in an estuary of the Bay of Fundy, and in other places, innumerable, and they vary in height from two to three feet to over twelve feet. The effect of such a wall of water as this, deluging low lands, carrying away trees and houses and living creatures, may be easily imagined.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.